0: At this point in time, though, we are joined this morning by a guy who's a real fox uh, in terms of knowing his business. That's Ryan Fox, Gettysburg Director of the Financial Consulate, which is an independent fee-only financial advisory firm. And we have been working hard on what makes up a good financial plan as part of our financial pulse. Good morning, Ryan. Welcome back to York's Morning News. Great to have you on on Tuesday. Thanks, gentlemen. Good to be here. You sound like you are ready and ripping this morning. Uh, tell us a little bit. We've been working on this for about, uh, I guess, three weeks now, and what makes a good financial plan. We wanted to kind of close it all out this week, because you'll have a new segment next week, obviously. So take us up to date on what the biggest things are that we need to have to put in our financial plan.
1: Yeah, we've talked the last couple of weeks about a number of the pieces that go into a comprehensive financial plan, and, and really why it's necessary. And I wanted to take a couple of minutes today and just kind of describe our process for the financial physical, which is our proprietary uh, financial plan that we provide to people. That is a quantitative and qualitative approach.
0: By the way, so you, don't make really people, you don't make people cough on this financial phys- physical, right? It's just uh, – <laughs> right, no, go
1: ahead, go ahead. It's a bad joke, Ryan. The famous sports physical. Yeah, <laughs> yes. turn your head. <laughs> go ahead. Now, now we you throw- got me again. <laughs> Sorry, go well, ahead, Ryan. <laughs> Sometimes there can be a little coughing, but we try to be extremely gentle. And with there's a snap of the glove, it's always at the end of the meeting when they're going out into the cold.
0: Touché. Touché. Well
1: done. Go ahead. That's the best I can do with that. (laughs) What we do in our financial physical, we have a team of our experts. And, you know, the the, the gentleman you had on earlier was talking about the journalist with no economic training, which was just uh, an abhorrence to me when I heard that. Uh, The way we work is as a team, and we have a team here that have both professional and a mix of academic credentials, and those academic credentials are masters in finance, masters in business, and then the professional credentials are really the two big ones that, that our folks look at are the certified financial planners, and we have a couple of CPAs also included there. What we do is we meet as a team, typically two of us in the first meeting and second meeting with clients. That first meeting, we go through a litany list of documents that clients agree to bring in, there is no arm pulling or twisting, and we look at estate planning income taxes, insurances, company benefits, investments, retirement planning, projections that they think they need where they want to be. Elder care planning is often addressed, debt management, college planning, and, and then usually any sort of specialized area unique to that client. It could be, you know, we have children or we don't. How do we do this? What sort of gifting strategies might be in place? And the point about the plan is when we deliver it in the second meeting after several weeks in between of our due diligence and, and written, it is a clearly written plan with a guarantee if they don't think they've gotten the value they don't pay. It is, is all done in-house. It is presented from the people you interact with from the start to finish. And it has actionable points that are realistic that people can actually do. It's meant to weed out the traditional bias of, here's your plan, doesn't cost anything, we're going to lead you into a sales process. And that's really why we position it as the need for professional financial planning in the industry.
0: I wish our Congress would work that way. You know, here's our plan, and we're going to be accountable for it. If you don't think you're getting the value for it, you don't have to pay up. Uh, but, wow. but it's the same kind of idea. I mean, but really what you're talking about here, Ryan, I think is really important point. Accountability for doing what you say you're going to do or at least meeting the needs of that particular client. Of course, we know all various needs are unique to each uh, client, each family.
1: Oh, without question. Typically, about a month after we deliver the financial physical, uh, I follow up with the client. And I'll say, how are we doing on these baby steps along the way? And inevitably, it's. This is overwhelming, and, you know, the process is we are here to guide you through the process. For example, something like they need to get, uh, you know, refinance a mortgage. We can assist them in going through that process. We don't have anything to do with it as far as delivering the product, but we can help coach them and say, well, here are some things to look at. This This is a suggestion for you, and it helps them take the baby steps needed to get to where they should be in their financial planning needs.
0: Well, Ryan, this is a long-term process, and it's a lot like physical fitness. And so I guess my question is, how do you keep keep uh, folks on track for the long haul?
1: Yeah, what we try to do is with clients who then become long-term clients through, you know, invested assets with us that, we're, that, that we manage, uh, what we do is whenever we meet with them, we do what's called a personal financial review that incorporates the elements of the financial plan to see where they are to check in and also a review of the investments and their performance and where they are with their needs. So it's an ongoing process where we try to blend the two together because you can't have one without the other. So it's ongoing. There's consistent feedback. And then we interact a number of other ways too um, through various things that we email out the clients, video podcasts, things like that.
0: Ryan, real quick, any
1: other reasons why it's vital to use a fee paid advisor? Yeah. Charlie, the biggest reason for that is it removes the economic bias so inherent in the industry, where it's if we are not a fee only advisor, that means we only follow a suitability requirement. Right, and you've got a stake in the game rather than your client. That's absolutely right. We're on the same side of the cave same side of the table as a fiduciary, and what that alleviates is the commission based sales approach. We're salaried advisors here at the consulate.
0: Ryan, uh, finally, uh, where people get hold of you, and also you've got uh, one of the best informational sites I've seen anywhere. Tell people about that information.
1: Sure, thanks. Uh, 334-1861 reaches us here at the consulate. Uh, the website is ryanfox.info, has all the contact info on there. And what we do is actually post all the clips from these shows, usually within a day or two to that site, along with a lot of other information. So uh, it's, a, it's a learning tool, and that's the purpose of what we do.
0: You post them even with the smart comments about coughs, so we, you know, we're going to make sure that you get in and hear that one as well. But, Ryan, always great information. We look forward to next week. What are we going to be talking about next week?
1: I'm not sure yet. Working on a couple of topics. I like that.
0: You know, I like spontaneity in the moment and uh, always some great stuff coming from Ryan Fox. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us this morning.